Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me another episode of Strategy with Jason, NADA edition. We're here live at the Matador booth. Yes. We're in person. Live. It's crazy. Absolutely. Welcome to the Strategy with Jason podcast. Tune in for everything you need to know to stay in the know regarding the automotive industry. Here's your host, Jason Harris. I have the one, the only, the infamous. Jesus. Sean Moore with me. Sean, what's up? I can't even Are say this straight face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's up, brother? How are you doing? Are we there now? Are we well, there? Well, well, can you hear me I now? Did, I did what I had to do to be here, right? So, um, What was that? A lot of content, man. Just getting out there. <laughs> numbers. Changing dealerships. Coaching, yeah. Coaching people. Making it happen. Getting I'm just going to uh, actually put your mic up yeah, there. Yeah, okay. There we go. Coaching dealerships. Uh... You know, interjecting a path to the legitimacy for the BDC. I like that. You have a way with words, you know that? I do. I read a lot. You read a lot. Okay. Yeah. Hey, for everybody out there that's watching and listening right now and don't know who you are. Yes. All right. Let's do a quick little origin story, Sean. How right. did you get started in this crazy little world we call the automotive industry? After graduating in fashion marketing, uh, I couldn't find work in my field, so I got a job washing cars, and it was only supposed to be for three months. <laughs> and uh, 21 years later, here I am, right, building BDCs for uh, Canada's largest dealer groups and also uh, in the States as well. That's how it works, man. That's apparently how it works, but I really learned my craft. I started from the ground up. I really took my time with it, and uh, yeah, I'm here now, and I get to amalgamate all of my uh, my skills acquired to uh, to deliver a fantastic product to my customers. Fantastic product. You yes. are a fantastic product, by Thank the way. You, I'm just going to say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me and Sean met on LinkedIn. That's correct. How many years ago was that? Uh, probably three and a half, four years. Three and a half years ago. Yeah, you were the orange tie guy. I was the orange tie guy, and I was trying to think <laughs> about this, and, and, and I, he, he had such an impact on me that I jumped on a train up to Montreal. That's correct. We, and, had, we had dinner. And, and we had dinner. Yes, we did. And I was trying to think, like, was there any other reason that I came up there? And there wasn't. You were the only reason I came up there. That's how impactful you are. Well, I really appreciate that, Jason. <laughs> I really appreciate it. And look, we come around full circle. You know, three and a half, four years later, we basically meet at the uh, NADA. Yes. And uh, we're both in it to actually make the industry a better place with the products that 100%. you do and with uh, what I do. So, you know, it's all love. Hey, so, all right, NADA, yes. I mean, total sensory overload, right? Absolutely. I mean, so much to see, so much going on, some really cool and exciting stuff. Yep. Um, what's the takeaway, man? What, what, what got you excited? What got you jacked? Um, lots of new technology. Okay. A lot of new technology. I think over the last three to four years, there's been more technology over the last couple of months in the last three, four years. Um, do I mention specific companies? I don't care. Go for Super it. Super excited about As long as you mention Matador, by the yeah, way. Yeah, of course. Matador, <laughs> absolutely. At the top of the list, we have Matador. Uh, also very excited for Techion. How do you like yeah, that? Yeah, right? Cloud. Talk, talk about just a nice sucker punch to the throat to the legacy companies, right? Well, I mean, maybe they uh, deserved it. I think so. Maybe they deserved it. You know yes. what I mean? Like they've they've kind of segmented themselves and they've been you know yeah. they monopolized it, right? So it's it's time for change. Hundred percent. It's definitely a couple, time for change. Couple three letter name companies out there that we can't say otherwise we we'll probably get say that. a letter three from their or lawyers. more. But um, you know what? Competition is healthy, man. It so, is healthy. Yeah, let's let's get them. Well, in look, the new I, player. I'm so impressed. I looked the, the combination of DMS and CRM yes. and just the beautiful balance of information going back and forth. Correct. But all with the intent 
to create a better experience for the customer. I'm actually, and you know what? That's actually the thing I've seen a lot here at NADA. Yep. Um, uh, new tech, uh, some new players, but even just existing players bringing tech that has just a a, a center focus of just the customer experience. Yep. And like, how can I just you know just do a little bit better at, at this point? Well, I could tell you right now. First of all, they should probably listen to the people that they serve, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about a customer experience, which I totally agree with you. Um, I'm a customer service advocate, you know that. Um, but you know what? It's kind of like a, a kill or be killed right now for yeah. all, the, all, the, all, all the older companies that are out there that are now just jumping on the bandwagon with artificial intelligence, if, if that's what we can call it. Yeah, sure, we can call it. it's about 20% artificial intelligence. Hey, look, it's but, solid uh, machine learning, and look, that, that AI is going to get better and better and yes, better. Hey, we know those yes, guys over there, don't yes, we? Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> My brothers. This is what happens when you're at NADA, guys, right? You get some other celebrities that walk by, and you go, and you go squirrely. Um, <laughs> My neck hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, see, let's talk a little bit about BDC, man. Yeah, let's that, do That's it. your jam. That's your jam, all yep. right? The last 24 months... It's been a whirlwind, especially with us, where we're from, rolling lockdowns, unsure if we can go back to the office, then back in the office, and back out, and then back in, and back out. It's just absolutely crazy. Yes. How have you seen the, I guess, the, the, the department of, or the role of the BDC change over the last 24 months? Listen, now more than ever, we have finally got our spot in the spotlight. All right, I like that. Like, once and for all. Now, if your BDC is, um, unfortunately, you know, mismanaged or if it wasn't mm -hmm. ready for it, well, you're going to suffer the consequences today. So everything that I've been fighting for the last 20 years uh, <laughs> is now you're, it's going to come to fruition, right? So first things first, if we segment it in two parts, let's talk about BDC service because mm -hmm. I do the 360 at bdcalchemy.com, by the way. Um, so <laughs> we do um, <laughs> over at the BDC service uh, for the first time in history, automotive history. Yes. The service department was deemed an essential service. That's true. First time ever. So what was open? We it's had supermarkets that were open, hospitals, yep. corner stores, car dealerships. Yeah. I'm not really certain that the ownership or what have you really understand the responsibility that we now have towards our societies and the cultures. Mm -hmm. It is so, so important now that we give back to the people that have kept us alive uh, because the front of the house sales was closed, right? Yeah, that's true. Exactly. 100%. So uh, probably it's time to get... Um, service maybe a little bit more spotlight at yes. least at least on the website give us a little bit of real estate <laughs> uh, well no 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 for sure actually you know what talk a little bit about that you know yeah. especially on the website you know uh one of the things that just uh, i talked earlier on another podcast about the but drives me bloody bonkers is that we're, we're we're a people business at least that's what we keep saying we are. yeah we're a people business we're a people business if there's one page dedicated on a website to the actual people of the business that weird well, I don't <laughs> think it's weird. I think it's by design. Unfortunately, uh, that's just the way it is. But like I've always said, and finally people are listening, it only took 20 years, but sales creates customers and service keeps them. 100%. Right? So that's why and I never... And the BDC is the glue in between. Correct. It's the hub of the organization. Absolutely. And the only reason why I say this hub is uh, because all the information yes. comes in and all the information comes out. See, I think the BDC should be like front and center on the website. Because these are the people that I'm going to talk to. Yes. When I call in. Yep. These are the people that if I submit a lead, that's the, they're the ones that are going to be responding back to me. Yes. You know, and like I want to see the team that's going to reach out to me. 
I think that'd yeah, be cool. And you know what? Yeah, that would be very cool. It's a great idea. <laughs> but before we get there, no, but I totally agree with you. But there's a couple of elements that we need to, to measure before that. Number one is your turnover ratio. Yes. So we want to just make sure that the people that are up there are, you know, in an, a sane ecosystem. <laughs> first things first. Well, you right? know what? Actually, I'm glad that you bring that up because, um, you know, there are, there are a lot of companies out there that are running uh, BDCs and they're running them remotely. Yep. All right. And um, I've really struggled uh, to see remote BDCs uh, work well. And I think the reason for that is is because they don't have that call culture. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a lot of people know what call culture is, right? When you have a people in the same room, all right, and that energy and those phones are yes. ringing, yes. all right, and you're, and you're hitting the dong every single time, you get yeah. an appointment, like that creates just a sense of community and excitement and energy, yeah. and that's been really hard. I, I see people trying to migrate over to this at home, yeah. or this remote, and I don't think it's worth it, but I'd love to get your thoughts. Well, well, first things first, I just want to say it's not, r remote can work. Yeah. Okay, I just want to be very clear on that. Um, there's a BDC practitioner, Wendy Reeves. I don't know if you know her, but yep. uh, BDC Angels, she does absolutely phenomenal work with regards to remote. I personally am cut from a different cloth. Um, <laughs> sorry, Wendy. Um, <laughs> but it's okay, though. I mean, I'm look, cut it, from it, a it, it does come down to the person. It right? comes down it comes to the, the person. person. It comes down to the environment. And I'm like you. You need to hear that ding. You need to hear that dong. It, yes. I create cultures, manage the data, and coach the people. And it's very mm -hmm. hard to coach somebody um, over a Zoom call, right? I'm a very exactly. energetic person. You need to feel that energy, right? And that's the only way I can really, really, truly make an impact because... My coaching system is based on emotional intelligence. All right, let's talk a little bit about emotional intelligence because let's do it. that is a word that I've heard used more often in the last 24 months than I think I've probably ever had in the last previous 10 yeah, years. Yeah, but who's saying it? Um, well, you know what, though? I, I, I hear people in the industry saying it. I've, I've, I've hear, I'm hearing it at dealerships because, like, look, we're in an industry yep. that doesn't necessarily, well, we definitely don't train and coach on emotional intelligence. <laughs> and it's usually not a part of, of, of our day-to-day -day efforts. So look, look, we're in an industry that suck it up, buttercup, check it out the door, and don't bring it inside. At the All sales right? floor anyway, yeah. For right, sure. at the sales floor. Correct. And, you know, just being able to have the emotional intelligence to understand what people have been going through for the last 24 months, I don't think as an industry that we were necessarily prepared for that. I definitely think there are some amazing leaders out there that were just naturally ready for it. Yep. But it's not something that we coach and train on. I'd love to get your thoughts on why you think that's the case. Why we're not training on emotional intelligence? Yes. Because our leaders are not emotionally intelligent. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Managers do things right. Yes. Leaders do the right things. Okay. All right. Say that one now, more time. Say that one Managers more time. do things right. Yep. Leaders do the right things. I like that. Okay. Now, the first thing with regards to emotional intelligence, I'll talk about this for an hour. Let's you know? do it. So the first uh, thing about... Let's do it for an hour. No, I know. Let's do it for five minutes. Let's do it. The first thing with regards to emotional intelligence, first of all, I am a servant leader. I mean, listen, I'm in Montreal and all of a sudden I'm here at the NADA closing deals. The only way I was able to do that is because of my numbers and, um, you know, I, I've proven what, you know, my theories. So yes. with regards to emotional intelligence, step number one, step number one is self-awareness. I literally had I like to that. look at myself somewhere in my journey. When I went from manager to leader, I literally had to look at myself in the mirror and step one is the admittance mm -hmm. of ignorance. Mm -hmm. I've been doing it wrong. That's good. You know, I've been doing it wrong. I need to improve on this and I need to improve on that. And that's the first problem with a lot of people that walk around with egos. Yes. It's very hard to do that. So, yeah, you're going to be a manager the rest of your life. But I'm a coach. I'm a leader. Well, and no, look, and, and I'm with you on that. I, yep. I 
I did this about five years ago mm-hmm. where um, I needed to get more emotionally intelligent. I'll be honest with you. I'm actually really bad at it. I was really bad at it. I think I'm progressively getting better. Okay. Yeah. Um, I could not get myself into a place to emotionally understand why people felt the way they felt. All right. And I definitely took things personally. Yep. I was a lot of, you know, check out the door, suck it up, buttercup, shut the hell up, do your job. Yeah. You know, that, a lot of that was coming out of my mouth. Yeah, but there's right? room for that, right? Well, there's well, room the, for that, but it depends on is. your environment. Like, well, it, it depends on the delivery, right? 100%. And if, it, and if I'm emotionally intelligent, if, if I can bring that empathy and the emotional intelligence avert ahead of it, then I can maybe say some of those words, <laughs> right? But when I have none of that, saying those words can be actually very detrimental. Um, so I did. I went through this same process. I went through this awareness process, and I started learning on why I feel the way I feel. Correct. All right? Yes. And that had this monster impact of how I can actually get to a place where I can be empathetic empathetic with yes. others. Yes. And that, that's super hard because you it's the release it's the release of power. Exactly. Right? You have to trust somebody else that well first of all you have to not freak out that the work won't get done exactly <laughs> the way that you want it to get done. But exactly. if you coach them and if they understand, if they if they understand the DNA Yes. Of your leadership, or if they understand the DNA of where you're trying to go. I mean, true leadership does what? You know, it gives vision, it gives direction, mm-hmm. you know, there's motivation behind it, right? So, um, as long as you're sharing your vision, and as long as you match the vision of your employees with that of you and that of the organization where you're trying to go, boom, sky's the limit. Sky Actually, is I shouldn't limit. say the sky's the limit. Well, it's, it's a the, starting place. It's well, a starting place, if right? If the sky's the limit, why are there footprints on the moon? <laughs> You always have these great one-liners. <laughs> well, it's true. Okay, I'm going to give it to you. You're right. It's true. It's 100%. <laughs> All right. By the way, that's what we're going to like name this little chunk when we put this out on social, right? Nice. Like, <laughs> Let's do it. Hey, I know we're getting towards the telling of our time. Yes. Uh, but for everybody out there that's watching and listening yes. and would love to maybe continue parts of this conversation with mm-hmm. you, what's the best way to connect with you? Uh, definitely on LinkedIn. Um, my email, the BDC Alchemist at gmail.com and my website, bdcalchemy.com. Com. Tons of information, tons of podcast section. You're in there too. I am. Absolutely. That's in awesome. my podcast section. <laughs> and I, I clearly articulate exactly what it is that I do. It's not just some kind of boxed website and here you go like the big box guys. I know. All You're right. good at that. Hey, Sean. Thank you so much, Thanks, Jason. Man. I really appreciate the opportunity. 100%. All right, dude. Enjoy the show. You too. Thanks for tuning in to the Strategy with Jason podcast with your host, Jason Harris. Don't want to miss new content? Be sure to check out the full podcast library at strategywithjason.com to stay in the know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Happy podcasting.